Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Yes, ma'am. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business. And for friends like, you know, my friend Neely Piazza, yeah, she doesn't let people feed kibble, and she tells you that right up front. What's That's up, right. What's up, my friend? Not much. Not much. Just consulting and saving one dog at a time. (laughs) That's the goal. Hey, I just want to say you do an amazing job inside the webinars. When we do the webinars, you're in there. Everybody knows Neil's and they're like asking questions like rapid fire. So appreciate you in there answering questions. And you guys, there's nothing like working with Neely Piazza. Because she's going to get down to the nitty gritty of what the heck's going on, going through everything with you. She's going to know how things interact. Um, She's been doing it for a long time. She's a homeopath. She's a certified canine nutritionist and uh, I don't know, 40 other certifications. So um, I would put her up against any vet, any day, any time. Okay. I would. So how do you find Neely? Well, you can go to my expert section or you can just go straight to Neil's website. It's called whole, W-H-O-L-E, wholeanimalwellness.com, right? That's right. Thanks so much for um, for all of your great work inside the webinar on the Itchy Pet webinar part two. We, <laughs> you know, um, we were just talking before the podcast and, you know, there are some dogs, Neil's, that yes, you got to switch over to a raw diet. No doubt about that. You got to get your omega threes upped. But there are some dogs that if you continue to do one thing, you may never get over it. And what is that one thing, Niels? Vaccines. Oh, the V word, the big V, <laughs> the big vaccine. I was listening to Dr. Tom Cowan. Uh, I always go back and listen to a lot of Cowan's work, right? Because I have to, have to listen to it over and over and over again. And, you know, what I get from that is any time that you pierce this body or your animal's body with a substance, you you are causing a disruption inside that body. That's right. And... You know, he's come out and talked about chicken pox, polio, rabies, um, all of these things that supposedly these vaccines have helped in the world. And there's not a damn bit of evidence that shows that. And yet we can see in the evidence just of dogs that we have, not to mention the kids that Mm -hmm. are having, you know, all types of mental problems and autoimmune disease. I don't know at what point um, the, these will st- – I don't think they'll ever stop. I don't think that the powers that be or the pharmaceutical industry are ever going to give that up. You no, know, they're still huge, out there pushing the COVID a, thing. Yeah, it's a huge cash cow, not only for the the vaccines themselves, but um, – and some people will say, 
Well, it can't be about the money because I can go get a flu shot for free. Blah, 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 Ooh, blah, blah. That's a lost well, leader. That's what we call that. Exactly. That's exactly right. Because those will, um, they make the mon money on uh, chronic illness that is caused by that. So you end up with some sort of chronic something like uh, asthma or eczema or something like that. And then you're under um, some sort of a... a on a pharmaceutical for the rest of your life. And they're still running that whole um, cholesterol heart disease scam too. That, you know, so many people are on statins and um, they're one high cholesterol does not cause heart disease. It, nope. it has absolutely nothing to do with anything. And statins are, there's no benefit whatsoever. There's, all of the uh, any anything that's out now will show you that statins are nothing but dangerous they're full of side effects um they don't they don't help anything and it, yeah so anyway and then the the uh antidepressives i mean somebody was talking about the i can't remember who it was was talking about this yesterday um all the SSRIs, the, the um, serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Actually, I think might have been raw petmenics. I can't remember though. Um, all the school shooters are on those. Well, the ones that haven't been staged. Some of them have been staged, just so you know. Um, <laughs> not you saying that people didn't get hurt, people didn't die. I'm not saying that, but right. Um, yeah, totally, totally different. Um, but you know, it, it the suicide rate on an antidepressive, which is supposed to um, bring you out of depression, which would one would assume decrease suicide rates. The suicide rates the rates are through the roof. I mean, yep, yep. So I'm telling you, do not take any pharmaceutical i mean any none no vaccines no aspirin no over-the-counter tylenol now it's coming out that tylenol causes asthma too in, in kids um you know all these NSAIDs the non-steroidals the anti-inflammatories that are supposed to be supposed to be over-the-counter safe and even the prescribed ones they cause arthritis they degen they cause degeneration of of joints and tendons of ligaments and um the thing the thing that they are supposed to be helping they are causing massive degeneration all kinds of side effects all kinds of long-term side effects that don't show up kind of like vaccines it, they don't show up some of them don't show up till later so you can't just like immediately point the finger at something don't take pharmaceuticals don't take vaccines and don't give them to your dog tell don't go to the vet <laughs> don't go to the vet nothing good ever comes from going to the vet you know again we're gonna say this we understand that if you're going to board your dog neely was in the boarding arena for 15 years yeah. If you're going to board your dog, most of those places are going to require these shots. Your decision is whether you want to live with an itchy pet the rest of your life. 
whether you want to pay for more medications to try to relieve that itch. Right. So. And there's more, more than that too. more. I mean, you end up with neurological damage. You end Mm -hmm. up with aggressive behavior. You end up with um, anxiety disorders. You all, all kinds of things. Um, The itchy is probably the most common and the most often, you know, the most dramatic, but those other things are over the years, I've watched dogs from puppyhood to adulthood. And you could tell when they got vaccinated because their temperament would change. Um, you know, dogs that were happy, go lucky and played with everybody and loved people. By the time they were seven or eight years old, they had to be in a keep separate yard because they would attack any dog mm-hmm. that you put them with. Mm-hmm. And if we had an employee them, that had one. Yeah. yeah. That was the scariest so, daggum dog. And he was so cute as a puppy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he had to, you know, have the Hannibal Lecter face on all the time because he would just go after. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she spent yeah. thousands on training. And I'm like, you probably can't train a dog that, that has, dog. Yeah. you know, a mental disorder at that point. So now what do you yeah. have? You have a liability on your hands. It's, it's horrible. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. Um, when you want to travel, there are options. Find a family member, get somebody to come to your home. Um, well, and there's even options within the boarding <laughs> within the boarding industry too. I mean, I would some you just have to talk to who's ever um, in a decision making capacity because most states. I can only speak for Colorado, but most states. Um, will have you know they have certain regulations that you have to you have to follow however um most places rabies is the only one that is legally required right and that so and or that has to be given by the vet or however you want to look at it but there's a lot of states that have a you know a waiver clause to where you know if you have a vet that says writes you a medical waiver for for rabies then that's perfectly legal you don't have to do that now every kennel is going to be a little bit different what they'll accept but i accepted titers even though they don't mean anything they don't have squat to do with squat there's just a piece of paper that gets you out of having to give a vaccine for something like that Mm -hmm. you know there's ways around that some places will like i told people um you know there's nothing that says you can't give the vaccines yourself so go buy the vaccine and I don't know what you did with it. Right. Right. I but, did it. I promise. Yeah. I mean, the rabies one does have to be, I mean, you can give it yourself, but it's not legally recognized unless the vet gives it, but there's all kinds of ways around that in some facilities. now the, the facility that I was at doesn't do that anymore. Um, I've heard they've gone like, um, vaccine nazi on everybody you know and it's and it's uh it's almost like i almost feel like they were training people just to accept vaccines and then they came in with this whole covid thing now there'll be something else that they're gonna try and and you know for those of us who held out that didn't go that way i think we're like thank goodness and i feel for those who jumped in and, and did it right um under pressure I do think that that I hope they learned their lesson. I don't know. 
I don't, if, if they're not seeing any kind of repercussions, that may not, that may not be the case, right? Most people that I know that took the vaccine um, have some issue, right? Yeah. Whether that is now they have uh, chronic sinus problems, gut problems, they got itchy skin problems. I mean, there's, there, they, there's all types of things that have popped up. Now, some people just don't make that correlation. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Will they even uh, entertain that idea that that's what caused it? Most people well, won't. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter whether they do or not because the because the outcome is the same, right? You don't have to enter. You don't have to admit it. You don't have to correlate it. You don't have to look at it. It will not change the effects. Yeah, but if you don't recognize that, you're more likely to go get another one and end up dead and in worse well, shape. Well, when so, you're dead. When yeah. you're dead, you're not questioning anything anymore, right? That's true. As Dan, as Dan Bongino says, don't get dead um, <laughs> would be the goal. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's really weird. Some people think that we're trying to kill their dogs by feeding a, a species appropriate what they were created to eat diet. I don't know. It just seems yeah. really weird to me that, um, you know, we're trying to um, alert there's a lot of people like pet medics. I mean, there's a lot of raw companies out there. Um, primarily, probably people that have seen great success with their dogs. And they're they're like, wow, this is a great business. I want to do it. Um, as I was looking at some information from pet food industry yesterday, there are like 74 million dogs and 68 million cats in the world. So we, we really, <laughs> we have, uh, we're not going to run out of customers. <laughs> There's just no way because I don't care what these criminal institutes called called um, uh, pet food manufacturers want to say. The evidence is clear. It's crap. These dogs are yeah. getting cancer. Their dogs' coats look terrible. They stink. Their teeth are horrible. They have anxiety, as you said. They mm -hmm. have you know, torn ACLs early in life. They have, mm -hmm. you know, all types of arthritis and they're fat. So I'm yep. sorry. What does that look like to you, Niels? It looks like processed food in the human side. That's right. That's right. And people are so accustomed to seeing it. They think that it's normal, right? Man, I, I can see a kibble fed dog a mile away. Me too. And then you could smell them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They are stinky. I was talking about that yesterday too. It's like, um, I mean, my dogs don't have a, a continually growing coat, so it's not like they have to be, uh, have to have haircuts or anything, but they don't get baths. Well, if they roll in something gross, I'll give them a bath, but it, you know, none of them have had a bath in over two years. They don't stink. Right. I, I don't remember when Laws had her last bath. I really don't. Yeah. And, yeah. um, you know, one of the things like in the itchy, itchy pet webinar, uh, somebody sent something and they said, um, my dog is super itchy. And the only thing that helps the itch is going to the groomers twice a month. And I'm like, Hmm might help that's to, too often yeah i was like my dog's my mom's dog was itching i said you know it's this little five pound dog she was having somebody come over and groom her and i said mom 
stop that. Right. Stop that. Don't groom her like that anymore. You know, you're all the oils are going out of the skin. So she stopped that. We upped the omega threes uh, a little bit, and the dog's fine. Then, then she was doing this reverse sneezing, right? I said, Mom, I can smell your laundry from here to Oklahoma, right? I come back, you've done some of my laundry. I have to rewash it. Rewash it. Yeah. God love you because you've gotten used to that. It is so strong, right? I'm like, that dog sleeps under the covers, right? D stop. Don't, don't wash your bedding or the dog stuff in that perfumed. Yeah. Stuff. Those, those kinds of fragrances, people don't, don't get how toxic they are. I mean, air fresheners and car the sprinkle on carpet fresheners and cleaners and laundry detergent and all those things are from the fragrance to the ingredients are incredibly can be incredibly toxic and the dogs are have a higher exposure to it than we do and you know some people well a lot of people react to that kind of stuff can you imagine the dogs exactly what ah. you're saying so yes. ho hopefully she stopped that i know my mom she's a little bit of a little bit of a clean freak right so but I'm like, mom, you those, you know, I stopped wearing perfume so many years ago. I have I haven't worn yep. perfume forever. Um, deodorant, you know, I I use like Buddha butter type stuff, so it doesn't have any fragrances in it. Um, I don't. Uh, I try not to put products in my hair that have a lot of smell to it. Um, certainly, don't use any kind of Febreze. No oh, kind gosh. of laundry mm -mm. detergent that has any smell, no carpet fresh, um, mm -mm. no candles. I mean, people give me candles and I'm like, thank you so much, but I never use them. Um, and, you know, so when I'm near that stuff, it is so pungent to me. I was walking the other day doing my hard 75, you know, outdoor walk. Everybody lives on two and a half acres here. Somebody was doing their laundry and it was so strong i was like oh my gosh i know my neighbors do that they i can tell they're doing laundry all you have to do is walk outside and it's like the whole the whole street you can smell it up and down the whole street i'm like oh my gosh how can you live with that oh. right right and so you think about how much stronger a dog sniffer is than ours right right, right they, yeah. they can't get away from it they mm -hmm. cannot get away from that Mm -mm. And I was just like, ah. Oh. So anyway, hopefully, I think I think my mom does listen to me. You know, she was, she was, she she had this new doctor, right? This new doctor had her on statins, had her on arthritis medicine, had her on, you know, all these different things. I think you were in when I said that to Doctor Cowan that my mom has a death yeah. wish. And he goes, yeah. well, if she has a death wish, there's not much we could do. What you can do. Right. But I, I started sending her videos and I said, you got to talk to your doctor and come off that stuff. And she told me the other day, she said, oh, my gosh. I, I don't hurt anymore. I can sleep because she started getting off all this crap. Right. Mm -hmm. And her doctor was scaring her saying, well, you've got this high, you know, blood pressure and uh, you that can cause stickiness in your veins and you can have a heart attack. I was like. Mom, they got you jacked. 
And she's yeah. 80, 81 years old. And, and and to the point that she was almost crying because she felt so bad. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't get it, mom. Why do you go for a checkup? Like you say, why, why are you, don't you know whether you're breaking down or not? And if you are, let's look at your diet first. I talked to a, uh, this was a while back. I may have I may have mentioned it at one point before, but I talked to somebody a, a long time ago that um, wanted to do a homeopathy consult, and her do- her dog was fine. She went to the vet. The vet said, "Oh, she has a murmur, or she has an irregular heartbeat. You should go to the cardiologist." So oh then two days, she went to the cardiologist and was on five or six medications. <gasps> And the dog um, all of a sudden couldn't walk, wouldn't mm. eat, was throwing up. And I'm like, I pointed out, I'm like, uh, um, well, actually, I, she didn't. I asked her, I was like, so was she having all these symptoms before? She said, no. I'm like, well, what does that tell you? <laughs> Let's draw a line. Let's make a and line. She, she was so, the cardiologist scared her so bad. She wouldn't take the dog off, and <gasps> dog was dog was dead within like three weeks. What? Oh, but it was because of her heart, not the meds. Right. Of course, right? Is that? Oh my gosh! You know what? My doc, the dachshund, he lived with like a stage four heart murmur forever. <laughs> yeah, and that's not even that's what like he I died said, of. If she had not gone to the vet, that wouldn't have happened. I'm like, okay, he's fine. You know, the dog lived to 17. Yeah. I wasn't going to put him on any of that crap. He was kicking the big dog's butts up until the day, you know, he passed. And I'm just like, there, there's really nothing that we can do, though, Niels, when people want to look in that direction. Right? And yeah, I'm, I mean... I, all you, you just can have do to say okay point out the truth of the of the situation and then it's kind of up to them you know so it's like well i tried what are you gonna do you know you know what i've really come to realize listening to dr cowan and kaufman and and the baileys and all these people who are really doing research there are really zero control studies out there oh yeah People think that there's all these safety studies and vaccines. There's not a single one. There's well, not any well on anything. real control studies. Yeah. No. Well, that's, that's, yeah. And they, if you read the fine print and you look at the methodology, there's so many faulty assumptions made. I mean, even, even from a, even cellular structure, I mean, it's pretty much been proven multiple times that, um, you know what people believe the cell is like. You know with the by the the lipid bilayer and all that kind of stuff. None of that's true. And the the channels, you know, the uh, receptors and the rotating channels and all that kind of stuff. None of that's real. It's all just was a proposed model that was disproven way back. You know, thirties, forties, fifties, totally disproven. And yet people take that as the gospel truth and don't go back to see, Oh, wait a minute. That was just like a, like a offered up model that was never, never substantiated. And in fact was disproved in multiple situations. So 
all of this stuff, all of this quote unquote science is based on untrue assumptions. So it's, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to wonder when Cowan and Kaufman are saying all you have to do is do this test, do these tests. And the virologist, even the truth uh, community, won't go there. He's like, no. if you just it's do these tests, you can either prove me wrong or you're going to prove me right. But why won't you do the test? The reason they won't do the test is because everything falls down like a house of cards. Yep. Right? Even the whole, yep. you know, lab leak theory, the whole lab leak yep. theory on the COVID thing. Um Every virus theory, every, you know, this and that. And again, folks, they're not saying people don't get sick, people right? Haven't gotten, yeah, they're not saying that at all. It's, it's, it's the, um, the cause or however you want to look at it is, it has been so manipulated and, uh, propagandized and, um, yeah. instilled in people what, what's the word i'm looking for um indoctrinated into people yeah. that um you don't even it doesn't make sense but you're so brainwashed into believing it that you force your brain to like skip over that part that doesn't make sense and say oh well you know the whole thing the exception makes the rule think about that right <laughs> How <stupid is> that? <laughs> well i love their story that or their example of scurvy for a hundred years, a hundred years. They, that they thought that these sailors were passing this virus back and forth and they would quarantine them. And of course they would die because why they weren't giving them any lemons, right? They weren't getting proper nutrition and they were dying. It was never a case of a virus going back and forth. Yeah. And again, contagion is not a thing. Right? And he says, you got a bunch of rats. You got a bunch of rats in your basement. And somebody comes in and puts rat poisoning down. Nobody else knows it, but they put rat poisoning down. All these rats eat the rat poisoning and they die. But you don't know it. So you think there's some so sort of say, big virus. Oh, it must be the virus. Yeah. Right? Because the question always is, why, why, if I go, you know, to someone's home or I go to this place or that place, do I get sick? And he's like, people are exposed and everybody's different, just like every dog is different, right? We cannot say this is going to work 100% for your dog because your dog has a different gut biome it has right? a different yeah it has a different biome it has a different toxic load it has different toxic input it has yeah so it's all different but what we do know is that pesticides herbicides things that are in the air off gassing that was happening back when the whole chicken pox thing was happening when you know um all of this kind of off gassing of wallpaper was happening right right um those things happen, and then your body has to detox. But, and all the toxic crap in the water, you know, we don't even know what's the in there. So, 
how yeah so how do you how do you know even if you have filtered water how do you know that your filter is getting it out we don't even know what's in there right right right, right. and you can see it in the pet food industry, Neely. I mean, if you look mm-hmm. at petfoodindustrynews.com, they are constantly coming up with some sort of other additive to put yep. in the food. And what they are constantly doing is saying, what's the buzzword? And how can I stretch and kind of make it what it re- what you know says it is? So you know, y'all should um this was kind of a, a bizarre thing that I actually did this. I I don't watch, I don't pay any attention to the news. I don't, you know, I, I, I stay out of that world, but for some reason I was, um, I was on YouTube looking for something. I'm learning how to roast coffee. So I was looking for coffee roasting videos. So there was, um, a Tucker Carlson interview and I was like, I don't know why, but I watched it. It was the Ozempic one, you know, Ooh. the case against Ozempic. Have you hey, seen that? Hang on. No, I haven't. But I know a lot of women so, that are injecting that stuff in their stomach. What they you say? You watch. Well, in it, the interesting part went beyond Ozempic. I mean, he had a guy on there that uh, used to work for pharma, and he went into well, he went into the specifics about Ozempic, but he also went into the specifics about how. The pharmaceutical industry works and it's it's worth watching just to hear that but yeah ozempic is like a total disaster um but if you watch the whole thing it's only like 45 minutes long and uh, <laughs> you know tucker and his classic you're kidding oh my god you know you know how he is um but anyway just that part that that the guy was talking about that goes on inside farm and their strategies and um related related to some of the other other drugs too it's actually it's worth watching just to get an insight into basically what we were talking about earlier about um how bad pharmaceutical drugs are so i i would i would suggest watching that just for and definitely watch it if you're taking ozempic oh my goodness Oh gosh, I hate to hear that because I have some friends, right, that are that are doing that. And um, you know, they've lost an incredible amount of weight. I'm like, maybe you should just do hard 75. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um but what did they say is gonna happen? Did they say there's gonna be any kind of after effects of all of this? Ozempic, and they call it different things, Sigma dude, and something else. Um, I, you know, you know, what's funny is I don't even remember. I don't even remember what they said about it because specifically, um, I do remember uh, they were so they're lobbying to get it um, government funded, mm-hmm. and the NAACP is lobbying to say that it is. Um, racist to be against it being government funded okay yeah i mean it's totally ridiculous i, I can't remember all the details about it but uh i've listened to cut and i listened to uh josie bugue yesterday on raw pet medics and so she talked about a lot of different drugs too so i'm getting some of it kind of kind of intertwined with each other but they're all bad 
bad, bad, bad. They're all bad. <laughs> I don't. Did you see those balloons going off on my screen? I did. Did you do that? No, I didn't. It's the weirdest thing on Zoom now. I'll be saying something and all of a sudden balloons come up or this and that. And I'm like, what is that? Like, there'll be a little finger that comes up and gives a thumbs up. I, see? <laughs> it's weird. They're listening. Oh, my gosh. Wait, let me see if I do the thumbs down. There it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's really uh, Big Brother is listening. Yeah. So, but why did they get balloons behind the Oz when we're talking about Ozempic and they're like giving me balloons? I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask you one last question before we go. Um, and a loaded question. Uh oh. Why? Why would a dog's chin and only his chin itch? I don't know. Contact dermatitis, maybe. Um, there is a, it. There is something called puppy acne that is just like a, um, just that puppy uh, acne. And and would you say that you've seen puppy acne from raw fed dogs? I can't think of any off hand, but I mean, you know, just because a dog's raw fed doesn't mean the rest of his environment is not toxic in some way that's right, right. i mean we right. talked about that he could be getting he could be getting flea and tick meds he could be getting heartworm meds he could be getting um frou-frou shampoo he could be um could be getting unfiltered water he could be rolling around in a, a fertilized or um sprayed yard or um it could just be a skin issue coming out in that specific spot for whatever reason but yeah, I think you really got to look at, you know, everything that you're doing. Uh, this one particular parent, um, full vaccine schedule, you know, in progress and has been in progress. So can't really say, you know, they did the, the last shots in May. The one thing that she did say uh, was that she was giving this cheese. And I, I don't know. I don't know because dogs love it. But it had vegetable coloring in it. And oh my gosh, if you're going to give your dog cheese, at least give it like organic or, or raw, unprocessed real cheese. Jeez. Right. And not this pre shredded stuff with the anti caking crap in it. Yeah. So I said, well, I'd be looking at everywhere the dog puts his face, right? Where does he put right. his chin? Yeah. I'd be looking at that. Um, I'd be looking at, you know, the pharmaceuticals. What kind of bowl? What kind of, did you just say that? What kind, what of, bowl? kind of bowls does she use? Don't know. You mean because it could be like the chins hitting the bowl? I, it's possible. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I feed on, I, I feed on those platters, so. Yeah. I don't I have feed, In the summertime, I just feed on the ground. Yeah, right. <laughs> like here, <laughs> you know, put some dirt in it. Um. Well, an yeah. army has a pie plate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, these long snouted dogs. I mean, it must be hard for them, you know, in some of those small bowls. But yeah, I I don't know. I mean, that's always going to be a loaded question, guys. But something obviously is bugging. You know. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, stainless steel is not 
all stainless steel is not created equal. There's crappy, cheap China stainless steel, and then there's like good, heavy duty, surgical, high quality stainless steel. So it's not like just because it's stainless steel, it's it's okay. Some of it is not any better than plastic. Yeah. You know, um, the. And- And some of the ceramic ones, you know, you might, the glazing, you know, if it's not food grade, uh, could have lead or something like that in it. Maybe you should just use glass or. Yeah. Yes. That's what mine have. They have those pet platters and then, uh, Pyrex bowls. Or just dump it. I mean, obviously some people live in apartments and, you know, um, for me, I can take it outside and just dump it on the ground. Yeah. Right. So, um, cause they're going to eat it in about three seconds anyway. That's right. Um, so it doesn't matter. Hey, listen, everybody, it is well worth your time. If you have a dog that, um, you know, you just can't seem to get over the hump. You just can't seem to get this dog healthy. You want to work with Neely Piazza because, Number one, she's going to have the time to go through everything that you're doing. And I mean everything, guys. We're going to look at water, meds. You're going to look at, um, hang on a second, the phone that always rings when I'm on my podcast. Um, going to look at everything. What are you doing, right? And make some suggestions and make some tweaks. And, um, you know, we encourage you to understand that just because a boarding facility or your vet or whomever says you have to have this vaccine will not remove the effects of it meaning yeah the bad who made them the vaccine police mhm mhm well obviously pet parents have yeah don't you give know? your authority away people don't right. give your power away Right. And your do- if your dog, you're paying them, they work for you. You don't have to do what they say. You can walk out the door and say, thank you very much. I'll consider that. Or I'm going to get a second opinion or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, they're who died and made them God. Well, there's, there's uh, a lot of our customers that have very strong personalities that say my vet knows. Don't yeah, ask me. I- don't talk to me about their nutrition. Don't talk to me. That. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me about stuff. But but the majority, but the majority, you know, will come to us and say, well, my vet said. And, you know, come on, guys. Ask questions. You know, ask them. If they say something, if they tell you to do something, ask them why. Ask them what the effects are. Ask them what the side effects of the drug are. Ask them uh, what experience they have with it. Ask them you've seen you know ask them questions all kinds of questions don't just blindly follow what somebody says go home and google it i mean not that i'm a google fan but it will tell you the basics of stuff i mean you know your dog has your dog has this disease look up what it is yeah exactly i mean how about reading some books like give your dog a bone pointing the bone at cancer the barf diet Feeding dogs dry or raw. I mean, you guys, there's so much information in there that if you have any thought 
that a prescription diet, a hydrolyzed diet is good for your pet, you will understand why we say friends don't let friends feed kibble uh, if you will read these books. And there, if somebody tells you your dog is a don't don't get those sensitivity allergy tests. They're not they don't they're not accurate. They don't tell you they don't give you any useful information. Don't waste your money on them. Don't they're not helpful. Hydrolyzed protein is uh, cooked cardboard. People just and there's don't, no they way don't really that, believe that they're like there's, there's no, no way. way Read the ingredients. It basically says that. It says like um, <laughs> cellulose. What do you think that is? It's cardboard. Um, oh, that's good for your dog. Come on. And don't believe somebody that tells you that your dog is allergic to all proteins. If your dog was allergic to all proteins, it'd be dead because it'd be allergic to itself. So that's not possible. There's severe gut damage going on if your dog is sensitive to all proteins. And there you have a... Uh, incredibly compromised gut, which is most likely the product of what? What's the keyword? Pharmaceuticals, pre- mm-hmm. preventative medications, antibiotics, um, steroids, vaccines, flea medications, heartworm medications, all that stuff. You guys, so. we understand that it's hard to make a decision to do something different if you don't have another tool right if you don't have other tools but neely will give you the tools that's the thing you're not in this alone um but if you keep going down the same path yeah you're going to keep getting the same result or worse and and that's a horrifying story a horrifying story that this dog was perfectly fine until it went into the cardiologist and got on all the meds and was dead in three weeks. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sick. I'm this sick. This was a long time ago, but yeah, I, you know. Oh, it could be the story of today. It could be the story yeah. of today. And if you have friends out there, guys, that are still feeding kibble, that are doing a prescription diet, that are doing a cooked food that are doing a substandard and anything other than raw is substandard why because this is what your animal was created to eat god yeah well you think god in the last 80 years since kibble came in and interrupted the process because that's what they did they interrupted the natural evolutionary diet okay chronic disease rate has gone through the roof and uh yeah Sorry, I I get worked I, up about it. I do too, and I would just I would just say, hey, take the thirty day challenge. Take the thirty day challenge with your dog. Get them off all processed treats, all processed foods. Don't be sneaking in fake cheese. Okay, <laughs> don't be sneaking that in. Don't be sneaking in starch, right? Work with Neely. Right. She can help you. She can get you on the right supplements, the right detox, help you understand that certain things that people say out there in the world, right? Even Billinghurst, you know, he talks about do crust veggies and give your dog veggies, but he's like, don't feed a ton of cauliflower or Brussels sprouts or cabbage, 
right? Or broccoli. Don't feed a bunch of that because then we can have problems. So anyway, I think that people get very confused because there's a lot of information out there. Just get basic, guys. Just get basic. Yeah. And and before you spin yourself out about it so confusing, you got to take the first step, okay? If you're not off kibble, come yeah, on. Yeah, that's the first step. Don't don't borrow trouble, as my mama would say. Don't yeah. borrow trouble. It hasn't even been trouble yet. We just need to go this direction first, okay? And that is where Neely Piazza is going to come in. Whole, W-H-O-L-E, animalwellness.com. Whole, animalwellness.com. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Get your pig brains, okay? Your pork brains. Get them. Why, what, what's the best thing about brains, Niels? Oh, uh, brain support, eye support, central nervous system support, uh, high omega-3s. Um, they're, they're, I mean, the nervous system runs everything. So um, like supports like, right? So yeah. brains are a great source of um, omega-3s and cognitive support and nerve support and things like that. You know, so. I just said that and I'm going to go over here and look and see. Um, I'm going to go over here and see. I should have turned. Can you hear that ringing? Let's turn that off. I always forget to turn it off. Um. If our out-of-state folks can actually get the brains. And the reason I say that is because they come in these little tubs. And they're little one-pound tubs. And sometimes that dry ice will break the tub. So just before you guys go and before I've upset you, let me see if those actually can be shipped. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah. Well... We don't have a non-ship on those, so that's good. So you can get those guys. They're in they're in one pound tubs, and um, it's a great great source of omega threes. And they're little bitty brains. You would you would think that they would have bigger brains, but they don't. And um, so just take one of those brains out and feed it to your dog, just like that. They're gonna just swallow that. I, you got little yeah. dogs. They just swallow those brains. Uh, pretty much. They just suck everything up. <laughs> like little vacuum cleaners. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I know, Niels. Next next um, time that you come on the podcast, we'll talk about why folks will say my senior dog will no longer eat raw and why people say my dog won't eat raw. It's a very weird situation. Um, that uh it's I usually would... a situation they've created yeah because i'm always curious if your dog won't eat what are they getting when they won't eat because i know you're not just letting them not eat most people just can't do that it's not a normal response so that would be that would be a good question so we'll we'll address that on the next on the next podcast okay okay all right, everybody, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Niels? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. Never. All right. Love you, Niels. We'll see you soon. Oh, snap. Snap.
Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.